Welcome to Legally 40-ish. I am Natasha Axelrod. And I am Allegra Rainier. We are two 40-ish attorneys and friends. Allegra loves celebrity gossip and reality TV. I love government and constitutional law. And every Monday, we break down legal issues in pop culture and politics in 40-ish minutes. We hope to show you that the law can be fun and even funny. Welcome back to another episode of Legally 40-ish. This is Allegra, and I am recording solo today. And today we're going to talk about Britney Spears again. It's been a little while since we last discussed what was going on with her, the conservatorship, and everything. There's a lot. Um, Last time we talked about Britney, we discussed that her attorney had filed a petition to have Jamie Spears removed as conservator of the estate. And since then, so many things have happened. It's um, I'm recording on the 18th. So it's Saturday afternoon and there will be a hearing in the conservatorship on September 29th. So thought today might be a good day to update everything that's happened um, in the conservatorship. And obviously there's some personal things that are happening with Brittany. I guess we can talk about that first. When I say we, I mean, I'm literally talking to myself, so um, I guess it's just I will talk about what's happening in her personal life. But um, so she got engaged. We know that. And she's no longer on Instagram. I don't follow her on Instagram. I just, um, you know, see things or people will share them. And it seems as if her Instagram had gotten a little, I don't know. She's gone a little bit off the rails there. Um, and I don't know if it was taken down. I think she put out a statement on Twitter saying that she took it down to have some privacy and enjoy her engagement. You know, I, I never really, I'm a little skeptical of the things that come out on her social media, whether it's actually put out by her or her team or maybe a combination thereof. I really don't know. But um, yeah, so there's that. Um, I have seen... I mean, people seem really excited for her and very happy that she's engaged and good for her. If that's what she wants and he's a nice guy, then great. Um, I really don't have a strong opinion either way, except I did see my friend had sent me this girl's Instagram. And if I can find it before I finish recording today, I'll share the Instagram. But it was like one of those people who goes on like a super, super deep dive. And she went on a deep dive on um, her fiance and it seemed, I don't know, some girl had posted a picture with him as if they were in a relationship together. So this person who went on the deep dive was kind of insinuating that perhaps he was like part of the hired team for Brittany. I really don't know. I don't, I'll try to find it and share it before if anyone's interested, because I thought it was kind of an interesting deep dive. The amount of time and energy and creativity people have is sometimes mind-blowing to me. I'm, I'm quite impressed with what people are willing and able to do or want to do. Um, anyway, so let's go to the conservatorship and talk about what's happened there. So like I said, last time we talked was um, her team had filed the petition to remove Jamie as conservator of the estate. Since then, here's what's happened legally. Um, her team filed an ex party to advance the hearing on the motion. And again, the motion was set for September 29th. And what an ex party is, in like the simplest terms is um, you go to the court asking the court for emergency relief saying, Hey, we don't have time to wait for a regular hearing date. We need to have this heard immediately because there will be um, some sort of irreparable harm or something like that. Um, 
yeah, basically irreparable harm, irreparable harm or immediate danger if we don't have this heard immediately. So um, Brittany's team filed that and Jamie filed an opposition to the ex-party. So he filed, essentially his opposition said that he didn't oppose moving the hearing date up, but he opposed the petition arguing that there was no justification for this immediate relief that they were requesting. And um, he filed this opposition to the ex-party back on August 6th. So it's been that long really since we've talked about Brittany and what's happening. So I know it may not be relevant today based on all of the things that have happened, but I kind of wanted to just update everybody on the proceedings along the way to see where we got to today, because I think it's really relevant to what's happening currently. Anyway, so back on August 6th, he filed this opposition to the ex-party. And in that, he put in some crazy things. I mean, I was shocked when I read them. So these are not my opinions. These are not my, this is, this is literally information that came from his declaration attached to the petition. So um, a declaration is essentially a statement from that party, that person um, signed under penalty of perjury. So he wrote, or he said in his um, declaration that on July 9th, 2021, Jody Montgomery, and if you remember, Jody is the conservator of the person. So she man- manages or handles Britney's personal affairs. So he said that she called him sounding very distraught and she was concerned with Brittany's recent behavior and her overall mental health. Um, Jamie alleges that Jody told him that Brittany wasn't properly taking her medications. She wasn't listening to the recommendations of her medical team. And she even refused to see some of her doctors. Um, Jamie goes on to say that in that conversation they had. Jody also said that many of Brittany's statements at the hearing. So if you remember back in June, everyone heard Brittany for the first time discuss her feelings about the conservatorship and everything that had been going on. But he says that Jody said (laughs) many of Brittany's statements at the hearing were not true. And she attributed Brittany's statements to the fact that Brittany is quote, mentally sick. Um, Jody apparently detailed her concerns for Britney's safety, behavior, and overall health, and even discussed a 5150. So I'm sure most people know what a 5150 is. It's essentially um, a psych hold. Um, you'll be placed into a hospital um, if people if they deem that you're a danger to yourself or others. Um, and so apparently that was discussed and brought up by Jody. Um, she was essentially asking Jamie for his help. And he says in his declaration that his hands were tied because he's not the conservator of the person and there was little he could do to help. Um, And then Jamie goes on to say that on July 13th, 2021, Jody called him back and she backtracked on many of the statements that she had given him, all those details, and she discounted the need for the 5150. Um, So then I'm not really sure the purpose of putting all of that in the ex-party. It seemed... Mm, it seemed improper because he was sharing details about Brittany's um, mental health and her medical health. So, I mean, those are private things and I don't think he should have been putting those in there, but he did. Um, And then anyway, after that, legally, what happened was the court denied the ex party to advance the hearing. So the court didn't give any reasoning. It was just a standard form, checked a box, said that the ex party to advance the hearing had been denied. And then... After that, 
Jamie Spears filed an opposition to the petition to have him removed as the conservator of the estate. So kind of after that ex party and all of those things that had been going back and forth, the hearing is set for September 29th. And Jamie then filed something to officially oppose the motion to have him removed. Now, when that was filed, it was initially being reported in the news that like it said, headline said, Jamie Spears agrees to step down as conservator of the estate. And all of these headlines that made it seem like, oh, Jamie's done. He's stepping away. And um, which, no, they were completely inaccurate. Um, I actually did a quick reel on that um, on Instagram. And yeah, so if you don't follow our Instagram um, and you're interested in like, you know, some short little updates on filings or things that are happening, um, sometimes when I have more free time, um, I will film something quickly just to kind of do a quick update on a um, a legal filing. Cause they're pretty timely. You know, I'm talking about these things now on our podcast weeks after they actually happened, but I try and touch on them when they're filed. But anyway, so no, for anyone who still believes that Jamie had agreed to step down. No, absolutely not. That's not what the opposition said. Um, what he actually said, and here's a quote, it said, Mr. Spears is the unremitting target of unjustified attacks He does not believe a public battle with his daughter over his continuing service as her conservator would be in her best interest. And he will work with the court and Brittany's attorney to prepare for an orderly transition to a new conservator. And at the very end, he also says, Mr. Spears is willing to step down when the time is right, but the transition needs to be orderly and include a resolution of matters pending before the court. And then he still goes on to ask the court to deny the petition to have him removed. So (laughs) I think those headlines were super misleading because, yes, he sort of says that he's willing to step down, but he doesn't give a time frame. He says he still needs to have um, some matters pending before the court resolved, which include an accounting, meaning payment of his bills and his attorney's bills. Um, So it was honestly like, a promise without real any teeth, you know, without any teeth, like, yeah, sure. I'll do that when the time is right, whatever that means. Um, and he says to the court, don't remove me. There's no good cause to have me removed. And, um, he says that like, well, here's some things from his, um, opposition. He says that 13 years ago, she was suffering mentally and emotionally being manipulated by predators and in financial distress. And that he took the estate from being in debt and facing tens of millions of dollars in lawsuits to a current value of well over $60 million. He restored Brittany to good health. He reunited her with her children, whom she had lost custody of and had no visitation, and he revived her career. So he really, in his opposition, took a lot of time talking about how great he is and all of the things he has done to protect her and to help her, and that there was no was not in her best interest to have him removed. Um, and that, so yeah, so he asked the court to deny his removal and I don't have the date in front of me right now. So um, I could probably find it. Not that it matters, but so he opposes this opposite or he opposes this um, petition to have him removed after that, nothing really happens for a little bit, but then <laughs> This was kind of a big turn of events. And this is really what I want to talk about today. And I'll keep this, I'll keep this short. I don't plan on talking for too long. Um, But on September 7th, so 11 days ago, um, and again, 
see, I'm not being very timely, but I have a lot on my plate. So I'm glad I'm talking about it today. And it, yeah. So on September 7th, he files a petition for termination of the conservatorship of the person and estate of Britney Jean Spears. Now this is wild. I mean, this is pretty crazy. I don't think anybody ever anticipated that Jamie Spears of everyone involved would be the one to request termination of the conservatorship. But I have my opinions on that and I'll get to that in a second. Actually, I'll talk about it now. So I don't think there's good motive in filing this petition. Um, I think, and again, these are my opinions. I don't have any insight into anything other than my background and just, you know, having read everything so far. And that's kind of why I wanted to go into a little bit about what's been happening and the filings that have he's, he's filed and the things he's put in his court filings, because it's so contrary to the position he's taking here in this um, petition for termination. So what I think is I think Jamie is kind of testing Brittany's attorneys and the court. I think that Jamie has obviously a pariah in the eyes of the public, right? Everyone thinks that he is the worst person on earth, that he is manipulating and abusing his child and stealing from her. You know, there's all of these, you know, pretty explosive and very loud (laughs) opinions about Jamie Spears going around in the public eye. So I think this was an opportunity for him to look good for the public. You know, I'm the hero. I am, I hear Brittany loud and clear. I'm going to file this petition. And I think it's sort of a, a chess move in a way, because now Brittany's attorneys have to respond to this. And what are they going to do? Are they going to oppose it? Because if they oppose it, then what? Everyone's going to think what is going on. And I think that there's way more than any of us will ever know about Brittany's mental health and Brittany's health in general and what's going on with her and the reason for the conservatorship, the need for the conservatorship, all of those things. You know, I think we all have our opinions about whether or not she should be conserved, but in reality, we don't know what's going on. And so I think by Jamie filing this, he now puts the onus on the court to make the decision whether or not the conservatorship should be terminated. And he also puts Brittany's attorneys in a spot because what, what's their response going to be? They have not yet filed any response. Um, The hearing on this petition is set not until uh, January of 2022. I don't know the reason for that date, if it was the first available in the court, or if there has to be a certain amount of time you know, from the time you filed the petition to the date of the hearing, I I don't know the answer to that. Um, But I will read a little bit about, I'll read allegations or not allegations. I'll read um, some of the statements in this petition and to kind of explain why I feel that he doesn't really want to have it terminated. He just wants to see what everyone else is going to do. Because I think at the end of the day, what he really believes, and again, this is my opinion, I don't have any basis for it other than um, this is just what I feel and think is that he knows that the conservatorship really cannot be terminated. And probably everyone involved knows at this point it can't be terminated, but 
so he doesn't have to look like a bad guy. He can now put it on everyone else because he's the one who filed the petition, knowing that it probably won't be granted. I don't know. I could be super, super, um, what's the word that I'm trying to look for? Um, I don't know what I'm trying to say. I'm having um, a moment here, but I could be wrong. I could be um, totally wrong. Maybe he's doing this for all the right reasons. It just seems really contrary to all of the things he's put in his prior oppositions over the past two months. Um, So anyway, I'll read a couple of the statements here. So he says, Ms. Spears entered into the conservatorship voluntarily in 2008. To this day, her attorneys have never filed a petition to terminate the conservatorship. And then he goes on to talk about how she has told the court, she begged the court to let her have her life back. And he's asked the court to end, or excuse me, and she has asked the court to end the conservatorship. And he writes, um, he goes on to talk a little bit about what she has been saying. And then he says, in short, she wants to live her life as she chooses without the constraints of a conservator or court proceeding. And again, he talks about how Brittany testified that she did not know in the past that she could petition to end the conservatorship without submitting to a full psychological evaluation. And he says, given Mrs. Spears' testimony, Mr. Spears does not know why a petition to terminate the conservatorship has not yet been filed. So I think he's throwing her new attorneys under the bus with that statement. Because like I said in our last recording when we talked about Brittany, I thought it was strange that they initially went with a petition to remove Jamie instead of a petition to terminate. And he says that here, given what all that she said, I don't know why it's almost like, I don't know. It seems to me a little like mocking. Um, And then he goes on. So he talks about her pleading the court to end the conservatorship and he is quoting um, her. He's taking um, taking some of her quotes from her testimony in that June hearing. And it says, the main reason why I'm here is because I want to end the conservatorship without having to be evaluated. And he goes on again and says, also, again, I want to petition the court to end the conservatorship, but only if I don't have to be evaluated. And then he goes on to say that the court has authority to end the conservatorship without ordering a psychological evaluation. And he says, um, the probate code does not require that any mental or psychological evaluation of the conservatee be performed before a conservatorship is terminated. And he says the court, um, he says, if it, if the court finds that this conservatorship is no longer required or that the grounds for the establishment of this conservatorship of the person and the estate uh, no longer exist, then the court has the authority to terminate the conservatorship. So again, like I said, he's putting now the onus on the court. He says the court should evaluate whether this conservatorship is still required given recent events and changed circumstances. And he, again, in my opinion, it seems like he's testing the court because he says the court authorized Ms. Spears to select and retain counsel of her choosing rather than appoint counsel for her. And, um, he says that in doing this, the court has recognized that she's capable to engage counsel of her choice without the assistance of a conservator or the court. And um, he says now that she's she's able to, uh, she's been out driving on her own and doing some things. So he says either the current temporary conservator of the person, Jody Montgomery, has given Miss Spears permission to drive on her own, or Miss Spears has taken that right on her own. And then he goes on to say, Given her impassioned plea to this court, um, it is in Ms. Spears' best interest that the court consider whether this conservatorship is still required or whether the grounds for establishment 
of this conservatorship of the person and estate no longer exist. So he asked the court essentially for an order um, to determine that the conservatorship of the person and the estate of Brittany Jean Spears is no longer required or that grounds for establishment of a conservator of the person or estate no longer exist. So he now has left it up to the court to make a determination whether or not this conservatorship should still exist. And I think, again, maybe I'm jaded. I think that that's coming from a place of knowing that likely it will not be granted. And he can take the heat off of him. He can say, look, I tried. I did this. I did what I could. I listened to her. And the court's the one who decided that she should still be conserved. And he doesn't look like the bad guy anymore. And he also now is putting Britney's attorneys in a place to have to respond. And whether or not they believe she should still be in a conservatorship or not, I don't know. Um, I just think it's a real... It's, it was a crazy move. I think that it was obviously shocking to the public at large. I can presume it was shocking to Brittany's legal team. Um, I don't believe that they need to respond to this anytime soon um, because the hearing's not until January of 2022. Um, but I'm not sure. I don't know how that works, to be honest. Um, so well, I don't know what this does now for the September 29th hearing um, on the petition to have him removed as the conservator. I believe that will still move forward and he either may or may not be removed. We'll see what happens at that hearing. Um, I did read like, you know, I think it was TMZ or some headlines that Brittany's wanting that January hearing to be moved forward, of course. So I don't know what's going on behind the scenes, no clue what what's going to happen, but I, I just thought it was really interesting. I think a lot has unfolded in the past I guess it would be, I don't know, seven weeks since we last discussed Brittany, maybe a little longer. I'm not really sure, but that's what's happening. Um, again, these are my opinions. I don't know. I could be way off. Maybe, maybe he really wants her to not be under conservatorship anymore and let her live her life. But um, ultimately I hope that the court does what's ever in her best interest, you know, as, as people, as, spectators. Um, we have our opinions, but ultimately it's just really, really a sad situation. And I hope that, you know, whatever's in her best interest, the court does and that she remains safe and healthy and uh, well taken care of. So that's what's going on with Brittany. Um, I hope it was helpful. I hope it was informative and I hope it wasn't a little too long, but um, I will probably talk about Brittany again after the September hearing, just September 29th, um, because I think it will be interesting to see what happens from here. But until then, you can find us on Facebook or Instagram. And if you like our show, please rate and review. I told Natasha the other day, I'm like, I think we've, we've officially <laughs> made it because we got our first one star review. So if you hate it, please don't leave a one star review. I mean, you can do whatever you want, but I thought it was kind of funny. Um, Anyway, uh, until next time, see ya. Thank you for spending 40-ish minutes of your week with us. We would love to connect with you. So follow us on Instagram and Facebook at Legally40ish. If you like what you've heard, please subscribe, rate, and review.